Hey, what is up, everybody? My name is Jordan Biddle, and welcome to the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. We have a bunch to talk about, the most recent news, and news from about a week ago. So, the most recent news is the best, but we're going to talk about the news from uh, a few days ago, uh, a, few, a few days ago, I can't speak English today, but whatever. So, um, the Reds uh, acquired Justin Schaefer and Nick Martini, Justin Schaefer being... Uh, the bigger um, addition uh, over Nick Martini. Um, Justin Schaefer is a pitcher. He would probably he's probably gonna gonna go to the bullpen. Um, is my guess, I guess you could say. Um, but I, I, I think it's a, a really good pickup by the Cincinnati Reds to get an extra. If he's a fifth starter, I don't, I don't really see it happening. But if he is a fifth starter, um, it'd be interesting to see what he can do there. But um, other than that, the um, Reds did not tender uh, Brown or Brady, and the Rays did acquire him, um, and then designated Jesus Aguilar, which is a, that, that's a really interesting move. Um, and uh, through, and then um, the Marlins picked up Jesus Aguilar, which the Marlins are making a few uh, a few moves as well. So that, that's really interesting to check out. The Marlins are getting a little better as the days go, uh, goes on. So that's really cool. Um, the, uh, also, they uh, did pick up Pilar from uh, the Orioles, and in return, they gave them a pitching prospect. Uh, of course, the Orioles are in a really massive uh, overload rebuild. I mean, I, I don't even think the Reds even got that rebuildy, I guess you could say, um, because the, the, the Orioles are just in a really bad situation right now uh, as a team and as an organization. So, um, yeah, I mean, a couple moves by the Marlins. Um, the Rangers did claim Jimmy Hergit. Which I always thought that Junior Hergit was a really interesting pitcher and a really talented pitcher. Now, I mean, I'm not gonna cry over it, but it is it is something that really caught my attention because I always thought Junior Hergit had stupid good movement on his ball, and I think he could have been a better, you know, I guess prospect than, than a lot of the guys down in, in the minor leagues and the main system. But, you know, it is what it is. Good for the Rangers. That was a good pickup by them, in my opinion. Uh, but a big, big loss by the Reds. Uh, so, that is that. And then some non-tender candidates for the Reds uh, being uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Gosman and Jose Peraza. Uh, Jose Peraza, I do understand. He did have a good 2018 season, but 2019 and 2017, you know, all the other years uh, have been pretty bad for him. So, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that Peraza... Um, it's gone because one, the Reds just aren't going to use it for a couple reasons, and we'll get into that in a second. But two, I think he would be used a lot more elsewhere, like Detroit, maybe Kansas City, uh, the Orioles, who are in a rebuild. You know, uh, the the, the teams that are in massive rebuilds uh, could probably use Crosby 
and use him as more of a prospect than anything. Uh, for us, it just every time he hit the ball, he just looked flat-footed, in my opinion. He, just, he needed to, uh, 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 to use his legs more. I mean, he, he just used all upper body. Uh, he lunged at the ball and swung and everything. Didn't get on base. So I understand the move by the Reds there. Um, but the Kevin Gosman move, um, the only reason why I understand that one is because of the money. He's going to make about $10 million in arbitration this year. Um, but if, if he wasn't making that much money, I think the Reds would have kept him. Uh, Kevin Gosman was another interesting pitcher. In my opinion, he had a disgusting changeup. Um, a nice fastball, but the problem with his stuff was his curveball, his slider, uh, his breaking stuff. So uh, if he would have had a breaking ball, uh, you know, a, a good breaking ball, we, we could be looking at a potential fit starter for the Reds and looking at one of the best starting rotations in the league. But since Kevin Gosman did not have a good breaking ball, which that was absolutely 110% his weakness. Um, he only threw fastballs and changeup probably about 98% of the time. You would see a small slider, a little breaking ball here or there, but did not move whatsoever. Uh, looked more like a cutter than anything. So um, uh, it, it makes sense that the Reds did do very well Gosman, but uh, his potential is absolutely there. And... Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a small loss for the Reds, but, you know, I, it's understandable. By, and by Peraza, uh, by Peraza's standpoint, and, uh, and uh, Kevin Goff. So, uh, leading on to our next subject, which is the big one, which I don't think it will be the last big subject of the year for the Reds, because now I am a believer of the Reds' hashtag get the hitting type of movement here. Because the Reds just signed Mike Moustakis to be the second baseman for our Cincinnati Reds to a four-year, four, uh, $64 million. I was about to say 46 for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, $64 million for four years, which is a good contract, which is, uh, I mean, I probably wouldn't have gone four years, but Mike Moustakis is probably looking for that type of deal. And I think it's a smart move by the Reds. Uh, I do think they could have gotten a little cheaper, but it is what it is. But again, um, I have put out there that the Reds would have to overspend for some free agents if they were to get some. And Mike Moustakis is getting $16 million a year. At least it's not something like $20 million for Grandall, which is probably what they would have to spend if they wanted Grandall. So huge deal by the Reds. Second baseman. Uh, you know, obviously he's not going to be playing any any uh, uh, shortstop or first base or, second, or third base. We've got Suarez, Votto, and uh, Galvis. We might be uh, contending for Didi Gregorius still. Um, so that's going to be really interesting if the Reds go after an outfielder or a shortstop. Uh, it just all depends because there are rumors that the Reds are still looking for a center fielder, which kind of makes you scratch your head because Sinzel would not be playing pretty much anywhere else um, besides center field because now we got Moustakis, you know, we got everything else filled up in the infield uh, besides maybe shortstop. Uh, I mean, I guess you could put um, Sinzel shortstop, but uh, I just don't really see it happening. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see what the Reds do 
from here on out. Uh, maybe trade uh, Winker. I move Chazelle over to left field. You know, trade a, a prospect with Ray Winker to get a good center fielder. I don't know. Uh, but we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. But um, uh, something else that really caught my eye was the Brewers. The Brewers are dropping literally everyone. Last year they dropped Hazers Aguilar. This year they're dropping Travis Shaw. They, uh, they're going to they're losing Michael Stock. It's losing Grant Dahl. Uh, there, uh, there's even talks about them trading uh, Josh Hader, which, you know, I don't see happening as well. But he would bring in uh, a top prospect and uh, probably a smaller prospect because Josh Hader is a top three relief pitcher in the major leagues because he can pitch eight, uh, two innings per outing, uh, unlike some closers that only pitch one inning. So that is a really interesting topic as well. Um, but the Milwaukee Brewers are still an intriguing team um, with the names, you know, Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich, of course, uh, Braun, the, the new kid, and Hyera. Um, um, I believe they still have um, Eric Thames, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong. Um, but they still have a decent offense. It's something... Maybe to think about that the, that the Milwaukee Brewers are probably um, trying to get more pitching than offense because they, they, they really focused, the last couple of years focused on getting a bunch of uh, hitting, but they had no pitching. I mean, they had Zach Davies and Gio Gonzalez. That's about it. But they didn't really have great pitching um, to... to to really work with, so uh, that's a really interesting topic with the Milwaukee Brewers and what they're going to be like. Because if they're not going to be uh, a non, if they're going to be a non-contender, that will be two teams out of the non-contending, uh, non-contending uh, NL Central uh, division. The Cubs are going to be contending. The St. Louis are going to be uh, St. Louis Cardinals are going to be contending. Uh, but I think the Reds right now. Are right in the mix for the top dog in the NL Central. They're not quite there yet. I think they still need to make a big signing, one more big signing, and a couple bullpen pieces, or one or two more bullpen pieces, to say that the Reds are the top dog in the NL Central. So that's that's something to really talk about. Okay, uh, but again, guys, I'm really sorry. Uh, I am recording in, during work right now, which is my truck. I am a truck driver. Um, I am getting a studio here in the next couple of weeks. I am building it right now. So I, it will be a lot more clear to uh, hear my voice and such. So just bear with me. Uh, and again, guys, sorry about that. But um, I think uh, that the Reds are in line for a big trade. At in December. I don't know if it's going to be a four shortstop for an outfielder. I don't know. But in my opinion, I don't, I don't think the Reds are necessarily going to be signing anybody else. Now, that's not in a way that's, that's not a bad thing because you're going to be trading for somebody. But I think the Reds are going to be trading for either a, uh, probably a shortstop, in my opinion. I think the Reds are going to go after Seager. I think the Reds are going to 
going to go after Francisco Lindor. And if that's the case, then that will be a phenomenal deal. Uh, deal, deal. I always say that. Uh, but it's going to be a great deal uh, for the Reds to get uh, or a trade for a shortstop. And I think that is my hot take for the day. Because, you know, the Reds outfield with Zelikino and Winker and Urban the platooning in left field, um, really, I mean, it's really not that of an outfield. Like, you know, if that makes sense. You know, Kino having a bunch of power, Sinzel being more of an average guy, an on-base percentage guy, than a power guy. But I see I see uh, Sinzel uh, hitting 20, 25 home runs in the future. Um, and then we got Winker being an average, more of an average on-base percentage guy as well, which is good. But I see the Reds trading for a shortstop uh, and Seager or Lindor more than the Reds signing Castellanos or Ozuna, but it could happen. But if the Reds were to tra- or sign Ozuna or Castellanos, um, it is tougher for the Reds to, you know, maneuver some guys out there in the outfield because we, we, we do have some decent guys in the outfield right now. So uh, we'll have to see what happens there. Um, very interesting to... Uh, think about, but, um, but anyway, I believe that is all I have for you guys today, I appreciate you guys tuning in, though, um, hopefully the Reds continue this hot streak of, uh, getting some, some good, um, free agents, we will have to see what happens, though, it is a really, really tough situation, um, all around for the Reds to, to fill the holes because we do have some decent players already. So uh, uh, I think there's going to be a trade. I think there's going to be a trade. That's a hot take of the day. So anyway, I will see you guys next time. I appreciate you guys tuning in. This was a small, uh, tiny episode. Um, not really long, about 15 minutes long. But um, again, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I ain't going, getting a studio here soon. So again, bear with me for my next episode. It's going to be more organized. It's going to be more clear so for, for you guys to hear me and my voice. So, again, guys, please keep tuning in. Um, hit me up on Twitter at jbitch37, jbids37, and I will see you guys next time. Adios.